Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor and host of the Sports Done Right podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Cultivated CBD. The best CBD products on the market come from Cultivated CBD. So whether you want a roll-on, a smokable option, maybe you want some of the gummies to help you with your anxiety or pain relief, go to CultivatedCBD.com, the best CBD company out there, and tell them Vince Wright, the sports governor, sent you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright, host of the Sports Done Right podcast. And let me tell you something. When it comes to frozen pizza, there is only one pizza that stands out above the rest, and that is 7th Avenue Pizza, proud sponsor of the Sports Done Right podcast. Make sure you go get you some at Speedway, Holiday Stations, Lunds and Byerly's, Hy-Vee, amongst other places as well. We thank them for supporting the show. 7th Avenue Pizza. I am Vince Wright, and I approve this message. This is Bobby Boucher from the 50 Shades of Boucher podcast, and you're listening to Sports Done Right. Oh, yeah. Get your snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Are you ready? You like that? You like that? center field, Byron to his right, running, diving, and makes a spectacular catch! Lost one out near side, May there, intercepted, Gophers have picked it off, it's Winfield down the sideline to the 31, his second INT of the day! Slot for a shot, he scores! Zuccarello and their magic again, and the Wild lead it 1-0! everybody what is happening happy tuesday to you people this is vince Wright, the sports governor coming to you live and direct from the situation room as i like to call it here in the east metro and the twin cities thank you very much again for joining us sports done right back with you and i can't wait because today you're gonna hear from the man the myth and soon to be legend of hockey analyst nationwide mr alex micheletti that's right pat's kid dropping hockey knowledge talking we're hey, we're gonna get into this wild fiasco I, whoever thought we'd be referring to the season all of a sudden as a fiasco um as you know the wild go down to st louis and uh <laughs> they come home with the season being over people it is crazy 113 points during the regular season all kinds of records um, you know, you got uh, number 97 Special K, Carrillo in there. 
Uh, Kevin Fiala has a great season. We're going to talk about his future as well. So Alex Micheletti coming up in just a couple minutes. We taped the interview last night. Can't wait to get that to you here. So I'm just going to give you my thoughts on the NBA very quickly. I'm not going to spend a lot of time because we're going to really focus in on the NBA next week with the conference finals. You have in the East, the top two, number one seed Miami, number two seed Boston. They're matching up. That series starts in Miami next Tuesday. Very excited. This is the series I'm excited about. I think this is going to be a phenomenal series. I think it's going seven games. Miami, you know, they got Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler trying to get back to the NBA Finals, trying to get that chip, trying to kind of solidify his place. Um, you know, you, you don't really think uh, or talk too much about Jimmy Buckets anymore. You know, yeah, and obviously with the local Minnesota fans here, you know, had a very bitter breakup with the Timberwolves. I thought he some most of the stuff he was talking about really was spot on what was going on with the organization. But, you know, he's gone. Then Boston, you got Jason Tatum up there doing all kinds of things, leading them Boston Celtics to a possible another championship. And... Well, I mean, Jason Tatum is just everything you kind of wanted James Harden to be. I mean, he is just a leader. He's, you know, just taking the bull by the horns, man. And, you know, the thing about Boston, you know, say what you want, but they are just, they're never really out of it. And they never seem to think that they're out of it. And they just keep balling and balling and balling and balling and balling. So next Tuesday, Eastern Conference. Next Wednesday, hey, The old song, my name is Luca, I live on the second floor. I don't know about this Luca, he ain't living on the second floor, man. He is in the penthouse, and what can you say? I mean, Luca is helping lead the Dallas Mavericks, along with uh, Jason Kidd, who is a very underrated head coach in the NBA, and I hope he gets his due soon, but hey, Dallas is here. The old guard, Golden State Warriors, they, you know, kind of the uh, rumbling, bumbling, stumbling, as Chris Berman would would say, to the uh, gold, or excuse me, to the Western Conference Finals. And, you know, Clay Thomas looks like he's all the way back. And, uh, I mean, it's, you got different parts now. I mean, you got Wiggins, and Wiggins, I think, may be the key for this Golden State team because they need him to play like the all star. Wiggins that got him to the all-star game as a starter because if all of a sudden you got Wiggins hitting and the rest of everybody doing their job I like Golden State but man after watching Dallas and what they just pulled off do not sell them short so again I think this may I think this whoever wins this series is gonna it's gonna be a 4-2 it can go seven, obviously, but uh, you know a lot of people probably like Golden State. They've been there. They got players that have been there. They know what it takes to get there. Can handle the pressure and whatnot. Um, Dallas, you know, 2011 was their magic year when they won it all. You know, we're 11 years beyond that. I have on my show kind of questioned Mark Cuban. You know, when he started going on Shark Tank, maybe he was kind of losing focus with the Mavericks because they kind of went through some lean years. But now the Mavericks are back, people. So I can't wait, man. It's going to be a very fun conference finals in the NBA next week. So uh, as T.O. would say, get your popcorn ready, people. 
and we'll do a deep dive next Tuesday on the NBA Conference Finals and really get into it there. Um, you know, not a lot of other sports things happening. The Vikings had rookie uh, workouts. Everything seemed to be okay there. No real news coming out of uh, the Vikings headquarters. And next, we'll have full workouts, full team coming up here very shortly. NFL, um, you know, first props to to um, the Buffalo Bills organization for them. Uh, horrible tragedy, obviously, y'all probably heard the shooting, racially motivated, um, at the grocery store out in Buffalo, New York, and, you know, that community is coming together, uh, way too many shootings in this country, I'm not going to get into the politics of gun ownerships and this and that, um, as someone who is about to purchase a gun and do my conceal and carry, but man, this is this is just ridiculous. This is just ridiculous. And obviously, as it's been noted, racially motivated. Oh, this country's got to get it together, man. It really does. So, all right. With that being said, I'm gonna get into the Alex McLeady interview. Uh, met Alex a while ago. We really just kind of hit it off, and you know, kind of met through this world of uh, local sports Twitter and whatnot, and you know, hung out with him at the 10K. Uh, was it second anniversary party about a year and a half ago, uh, downtown St. Paul. Great guy. Obviously everybody knows his family and, um, you know, his, uh, uncle, his dad, Pat, you know, hockey players, uh, part of the Micheletti hockey dynasty in Minnesota. So it was an honor to have Alex on here and we're, you know, you'll hear it all. We're going to talk about the wild, Kevin Fiala's situation, the goalie situation, the goalie situation moving forward. Do you want to sign Flurry? Do you want to sign Cam? You know, Cam, look, let's make no mistakes. Cam was pissed off. Talbot was pissed off. His wife let you know because I don't think she tweets that without his knowledge. Just me. That's all I'm saying. I, I think what she tweeted was exactly what's on his mind. And he has every right to be pissed off. The guy goes the last two months of the hockey season virtually undefeated. You know, stonewalling the net. Nothing's getting past him. Okay, you signed Fury for exactly what you tried to do with him, which is to get you to the Stanley Cup, use him in the playoffs. But I thought Cam should have started game two. Um, if I remember, that was one wild one, but... I don't know. I just thought he should have started a game way before game six. And like uh, we'll talk about in this interview here, kind of putting him in a real bad situation. So, folks, um, here is the interview with Alex Micheletti on the Sports Done Right podcast. And remember, you can find the Sports Done Right podcast. We are hosted on the Pigskin Podcast Network, and we are happily sponsored by 7th avenue pizza and cultivated cbd all right folks here's the interview with alex i'll be back to give you some thoughts after that and we'll wrap up the show the minnesota wild go down let's let's hear it hey what's going on everybody vince wright the sports governor we are back on sports done right and we have the one and only Alex Micheletti joining us here because, you know, if we're talking hockey, there's only one guy to talk to as far as I'm concerned. And, well, outside of your father, sir, but we'll we'll get him on soon. <laughs> but, Alex, what's going on? How you been? And how about your Minnesota Wild? Yeah, it's 
It was tough. Uh, you know, we thought this was the, this was going to be the year, right? Uh, mm-hmm. They, uh, you know, they trade for for Mark Andre Fleury, a postseason goalie that you know has won multiple cups, and you know, Kirill, you know, having all the goals that oh, he had this man. year, and, and Fiala. It was it, it was oh. tough. It was tough. Yeah, well, yeah, so let's just jump into the playoffs here, man. Um, you know, the goalie decision, lots of being made about that, sitting Talbot. You know, I thought he should, he definitely should have saw action earlier. I mean, the guy was, you know, undefeated the last, you know, couple months of the season there. What were your thoughts on, you know, all of a sudden our, our goalie uh, controversy there going into the uh, playoffs? Yeah, I mean, uh, I thought Talbot deserved you know, to be in that, um, you know, he played, you know, if you look at the stats, he was, he was better, you know, uh, than flurry down the stretch there. And, you know, you, you have to ride the momentum, but, you know, right. I think, uh, you know, with the GM, uh, with Billy, uh, Billy Garen trading for flurry, um, you know, I think that had a lot of influence and in who was going to start. And so you're banking on, you know, you know, flurry's, uh, postseason success, um, you know, carrying on with the wild. Um, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the playoffs. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, I don't think the team was, was great around him uh, defensively, you know, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I think, I think they could have gone to Talbot a lot earlier than, than they, than they did. And if you look at the blues, they, uh, they switched to Bennington a lot earlier in the series and it, uh, and it paid off for them. So, yeah, yes. it, it was definitely tough, for sure. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, you know, I mean, no disrespect to, to Flurry at all. No. Like you said, multiple cup winner. You know, I, I was thrilled. I thought it was going to be part of a uh, Blackhawks rebuild. But, you know, when the Wild got him, I was like, okay, okay, if you're a Wild fan, this is what you want. This team is going for it. You know, Kevin Fiala, 85-point season. Uh, you know, they score over 100 points. All this stuff happens. And then all of a sudden, man, they just go missing in action in the playoffs. So let's talk about real quick the rest of the team. You know, I mean, starting with Kevin Fiala because, you know, I mean, people are talking about do you trade him? Do you, you know, try and resign him all of a sudden? And just when everybody wanted him, he goes, you know, just missing in, in the playoffs. So, you know, let's start with Fiala. What are your thoughts about him and, and his future with the Minnesota Wild? Yeah, I mean, uh, they couldn't come to a long-term contract, this, you know, the previous summer, and he was banking on himself, you know, to, you know, have an amazing year with the one-year deal that he signed with the Wild. And he had an amazing regular season, uh, but now this is, uh, you know, this is two post-seasons in a row where he's yeah. struggled completely. And, I tell a lot of people, uh, you know, when the playoffs, you know, come around here, uh, the mental game is even more important than the skill game. Uh, you know, you have to be mentally ready. And I, I just think you you take a look at his stats, he had 16 penalty minutes too. I mean, so, um, you know, the Blues were in his head. Uh, he had zero goals, three assists. I mean, that's just <laughs> – it's unacceptable. He's a guy that, you know, is a game breaker and a guy that can take over games. And a lot of the, a lot of the games or pretty much every game, he was just nowhere to be found, which, uh, it, it was really disappointing. And I think he really hurt his contract, uh, value, uh, wherever he goes or if he gets, you know, if he gets traded and if he wants a long-term right. deal, um, I don't think he's getting anywhere near the 9 million that, uh, 
that Kaprizov uh, got. So it's mm-hmm. going to be interesting for sure. Yeah, man. Again, folks, we got the one and only Alex McLeddy joining us on Sports Done Right with Vince Wright, the sports governor here. Uh, talking Minnesota Wild NHL playoffs with the man. Hey, Alex, let me ask you something here. So, you know, not only do we have Kevin Fiala, we have other players in limbo as well. You know, uh, Doomba's a name that's out there. He, he may or may not be back. Do you think the Wild will look anything like this team that they had this year. I mean, I think Doomba's out of here. I mean, Fiala now all of a sudden may be out of here. And then all of a sudden we got the the money issues that come due next year. So, I mean, I think all of a sudden the Wild just may have let a real golden opportunity slip right through their hands in terms of getting at least to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be one of the most interesting uh, summers in, in Wild uh, history for sure. Um, with the Suter Parisi buyouts um, coming into play now, mm-hmm. um, you know you have over twelve million gone from the cap. <laughs> so um, you know they're I think you know you, you're not going to be able to have both Flurry and Talbot. Um, so one of them, you know, either either they trade Talbot and re-sign Flurry, or they they keep Talbot and just let uh, let Flurry go into free agency and probably if he does choose free agency, go back to Pittsburgh and, you know, end his career back right. where, it, where it all started um, because they, they need goaltending help in the worst way too yep. um, after losing to the Rangers in the first round. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, with Dumba, um, it's, it's, it's very frustrating because he's so beloved by a lot of wild fans um, right, and also in the community here. Yep. But um, you know, the, the point production isn't living up to, uh, you know, how much he's making, you know, you know, over 6 million a year. And, uh, uh, you know, he, he could bring a lot of value in a, in a trade. Um, and so I think, I think this could be it for him here. He's always been in the trade rumor, uh, mm-hmm. rumors, but I think this is finally the year to, to move him. Uh, you know, he's still relatively young, but, uh, you know, the injuries are starting to pile up for him as well. I mean, he played with a punctured lung down the stretch here, and yeah, I think I think a lot of people agree with this take too. But I don't even think he should have maybe played in the playoffs. Uh, he just did not look right. Um, couldn't couldn't shoot. Yeah, agreed. That was that was frustrating too. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. He was not the player that we're used to seeing out there at all. Mm-hmm. And you know, and, and again. It, you know, again, everybody knows that, you know, I'm, I'm a Blackhawks fan, you know, but I, I Minnesota Wilder, Team 1A, and Long's name playing Chicago. I wish the Wild the best. You know, 113 points this year. They're 31 and 8 at home. I mean, obviously unstoppable at home for the most part. Winning road record. I just thought that this was the team that was really set, Alex, to get to the Stanley Cup. Now, if you win it, that's yeah, – and actually, I felt pretty good because, you know, they kind of had a very nice, t- you know, season against all those Eastern teams. So I wasn't really worried. I was like, hey, if they can get there, you know, they got just as good of a shot. But, man, the disappointment for the Wild fans with this, uh, you know, uh, first-round exit yet again, and it, it's, uh, it's all just washed away, Alex. I mean – so, if you're the GM, sir, what do you do with this team in the off season? What are you looking for, or what would you like to see? Is maybe the better question, my friend. 
Yeah, I mean, it's something that uh, that Wild fans were really, really worried about uh, before the season began, and uh, with the with how the regular season went, it kind of masked uh, the the problem. Uh, they need to find a number one center still. Um, you know, you take a look, the Blues, uh, Ryan O'Reilly just dominated the series uh, for the Blues against the Wild, and um, you know. Erickson, Joel uh, Erickson Eck is a, is a really good center, but he's not, he, he shouldn't be, you know, a number one center. And, and Ryan Hartman, uh, yeah, had a great regular season. He had no, no goals in the, in the, in the playoff series. I, I don't really see him as, as a top line center. You know, it, it worked for this year, uh, but they're still missing that dynamic number one center. Um, you know, it, it would be really nice to, to try to get one here this summer. Or, you know, you might, what you might have to do is, you know, trade Kevin Fiala, get a younger guy that can turn into that number one center. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, might be a lot, you know, younger and, uh, you know, might, might not be the superstar right away, but can turn into that. Um, so I think, I think that's what they should try to do or, you know, try to get a center for, for Dumba maybe, uh, because that, that was sorely missed in the playoffs. Um, and you saw, you saw how, how hard it was for, for Kevin Fiala with, um, with his center, Freddie Goudreau struggling, um, you know, not having a, you know, that center depth, uh, really, really hurt the wild for sure. So finding another center, uh, that can be a top line scoring center would, would help and, and move Hartman down uh, a little bit in the, in the depth chart would, would help. All right. Well, hey, let me ask you this before we jump on to the rest of the NHL here, and I'll let you go. But, you know, do the Wild have anybody down in Iowa that we should be keeping an eye on that might be able to make this roster next year? Um, You know, we don't really talk about the minor league and that team down in Des Moines. Do they have anybody down there we should keep an eye on? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got Marco Rossi, uh, who was their number one pick a couple years ago. Um, you know, he could be that center that they're, that they need. And, you know, he'll have a, a cheaper contract and, you know, on his entry level deal. Um, and they're going to need, you know, some of those younger guys to, to fill roles. And, you know, I'm excited, excited for him to, you know, hopefully get uh, a full-time shot. Um, you know, I think they were keeping him in Iowa for, you know, contract reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to his game. He was, you know, he's dominating the AHL level, and uh, so it'll be nice to to see him get his chance uh, with the Wild, just like Matt Boldy did. And so that's definitely a name for for all the Wild fans to to watch for and be excited for for sure. Absolutely. All right, Alex, let's get to it, man. The NHL playoffs. I mean, it it always kind of makes me laugh. I mean, the warm weather teams in the NHL just seem to find a way to figure it out and win Stanley Cups and all this stuff. So let's start with, of all things, the Battle of Florida. The Panthers, you know, they, they started off and continued to be the, literally the hottest team in the NHL. You know, uh, Coach Q and everything that, you know, they had to deal with him early on, but they just stayed focused. Tampa Bay, you know, they always find a way. You can never count them out. They get Toronto out of there again. So what are your thoughts on this series, my man? Florida and Tampa Bay. I can't wait for it. It's going to be a good one. 
I'm so excited. I was rooting for the Battle of Florida. I was like, we have to get in. Um, <laughs> right. You know, and, and, yep. and Tampa Tampa looked dead. They looked dead they against sure Toronto. Did. And then, yep. um, you know, their, their head coach, John Cooper, he's an amazing leader of, of men. And uh, they they just know how to win, you know, when it comes to, to crunch time. You know, some of those teams, they they, they can figure it out. <laughs> and uh, you know, when you got guys like Andre Vasilevsky, they have the best goalie in the world. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's, uh, if you take a look at the stats, he's 17 and 0 after a you know a loss. Uh, like like it's it's just an, it's completely incredible. And you got Steven Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman, you know Ryan McDonough, Minnesota's own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and if they win it all again, you know Pat Maroon. Uh, who won with the Blues before Tampa won, has won two in a row, would have his fourth cup in a row, which is just insane. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the matchup. You know, the Florida Panthers have an amazing team, too. Uh, them getting Claude Giroux at the trade deadline from Philly was an amazing pickup to go along with uh, Jonathan Huberdeau and Alexander Barkov and Aaron Ekblad. I mean, the names go on and on. It's, right. <laughs> I think these are the two best teams in the NHL, and so and we get it and we get to see it in the second round. So it's, I can't wait. Uh, yeah, to watch that one. I sure. I cannot either, my man. All right, so let's go. A very interesting one: the old blue blood, the New York Rangers. Again, they advance in an exciting fashion. And all of a sudden, man, the Carolina Hurricane. Carolina. Back, in, I mean, in a very impressive squad, man. So what do you think? Can the Rangers take out Carolina in this one? Uh, I mean, the Rangers, I think they have the better goaltending in Igor Shosturkin. Um, You know, uh, Carolina still doesn't have Freddie Anderson back. Um, he's He missed the first round against against Boston. Uh, but I just think Carolina was a little bit better team than Boston. I don't think Boston had much, uh, you know, scoring depth outside of, you know, Bergeron and, and Postonek and, and Marchand. And so Carolina was able to uh, just beat them with their with their depth uh, on their team. Right. But I just uh, – the Rangers last night, it was, it was incredible to watch, um, you know, uh, the M- Madison Square Garden was just absolutely electric, um, and yeah. they were down against against the Penguins and came back. And so, um, yeah, it's it's a fun team to watch. And your old buddy uh, Artemi Panarin with oh, amazing dude, let, goal. Oh, I, I was so happy for for my guy, man. I mean, you know, when when the Blackhawks let him go, I just said that's the start of the downfall. That was mistake number one, two, and three letting that dude out of Chicago, but you know, Hey, it is what it is. And I was so happy when I saw him score that goal, the celebration, I mean, one of the best jerseys in, in hockey, the, the, that Ranger blue. And I hate saying that I hate giving it any New York teams credit, but man, (laughs) Hey, when they put that blue Jersey on and like you said, Madison square guard, man, like last night, anybody go watch the highlights, electricity, um, you know, so I, I hear you and I was very happy for my guy there. So let's move it north of the border here. Edmonton and Calgary, Calgary advancing in exciting overtime fashion as well. Um, they kind of had like their little, you know, Milwaukee Bucks deer district outside the arena, everybody in the flame red, real good to see Calgary kind of back making some noise in hockey again. 
So let's start there, man. And, and again, Edmonton advancing past Los Angeles. Who do you got in this series? Yeah, we get the Battle of Alberta too. It's, um, yep, exactly. This, this second round, this second round is going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, Calgary. Uh, you know, Johnny Goudreau, uh, that amazing game last night for him. He's he's playing unbelievable. You know, he uh, his he's got he's playing on probably the best line in hockey with. Uh, with Matthew Kachuk and Elias Lindholm. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a phenomenal matchup against Edmonton. Uh, you know, I, I think, I think I like Calgary more than Edmonton just based on goaltending. Uh, uh, Jacob Markstrom, I think, has a clear edge over Mike Smith. But then you take a look at, at Edmonton and they got, you know, probably the two best best players in the game and, and Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisside all. So it's good. <laughs> It, I think I think this one will go seven, just like they're, uh, you know, just like the it other has two, to. Uh, it has to before that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it would be epic if it goes seven. Yes. Um, and uh, just you know, these teams hate each other, and uh, they're in the same province. And um, yep. like you said, it's it's absolutely electric uh, um, outside and in the downtowns. And I think I think the Flames that red jersey that they have. I tweeted it last night, but I think yeah. they have. It's one of the best jerseys and, and sports. I have uh, loved, sure. I, yeah, and I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you. I have loved the Flames jersey yeah. back, I mean, way before you were born, back in me and your dad's mm-hmm. days when they were the Atlanta <laughs> Flames. Man, I've <laughs> always loved that jersey. You know, it, fire, all pun intended. I, I love that jersey. Yeah. All right, man, so that yeah. leaves us with the, uh, the division box off here, man. St. Louis, Colorado, um, you know, we, we are obviously very familiar with both of these teams. So let's just get to it, Alex. Who do you think takes this one? Yeah, I, I really, <laughs> I really hope the abs just beat the, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, just, just, just because of what they did to the wild, but, right. um, you know, it's going to be a fascinating series. Um, if, if Darcy Kemper is full goal, I mean, he got poked in the eye and missed, uh, the last game, uh, First, first Nashville. Um, if he's okay, if he's under percent, you know, I, I think I think the Abs can can beat the Blues in five. Um, just I think uh, if you take a look at how the playoffs have gone, uh, Kale McCarr I think has is the best player in hockey right now. I mean, he had he had ten points in four games against Nashville as a defenseman, which is just insane. Um, and he he does it all for that team and. Uh, you know, Nathan McKinnon is playing at a level that he's never played at before. And right. uh, they just, they got guys all, all over the place. Nazem Kadri has had a career year. He's, he's been known kind of as a rat <laughs> in the playoffs, mm-hmm. a pest. And uh, he's just playing amazing hockey. And, you know, they have uh, Gabe Landeskog and Miko Rantanen. And, you know, the, the names go on and on. Devin Taves back there with McCarr and, Right. Uh, I think I think Colorado is going to make quick work of, of St. Louis. Okay. All right, man. So, Alex, again, I want to thank you for joining us. But before you get on out of here, my friend, let's just run it through real quick. Who's coming out of the West? Who's coming out of the East? And who's winning it? Just give me your initial thoughts. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Tampa. I want. I really want to, uh, in, in the East, I really want to see a three-repeat. Uh, I think. For, for hockey fans, the best Stanley Cup matchup would be a Tampa Colorado. Uh, okay. I just think it would be absolutely epic. It probably would be one of the best Stanley Cups in the past, you know, you know, past ten years. Uh, 
they're just All right, folks, sorry about that. We just had a, a little phone snap food uh, call dropped. Alex is back here, and again, he's just recapping who's going to win the whole thing. And um, so, okay, Tampa Bay out of the east, Colorado out of the west. Anyway, now I know you want Tampa Bay with the three-peat, all that. What would yeah. it take for Colorado to win? And then I'll get you out of here on that one. Yeah, uh, for Colorado to win, um, you know, they, they need Darcy Kemper to, to be elite. Um, the goaltending has always held, uh, the Avalanche back. Um, you know, they, they had Philip Grubauer before that and, uh, you know, it just, it just wasn't good enough. And, um, in, in the, you know, in the NHL playoffs in the Stanley Cup final, um, you need your goalie to be your best player. And so Absolutely. Darcy Kemper has to be, has to be their best player um and so that's what's good that's what it's going to take um and uh because they they have everything else um they yeah. have uh you know a top three player nathan mckinnon and probably the best defenseman in the league in, in kale mccarr and so if darcy kemper can be better than uh andre vasilevsky or Bobrovsky, uh they're going to win the cup there you go, folks. You heard it from the man, the myth, the legend himself, Alex Micheletti. Alex, again, man, I just want to thank you for taking some time out of your night, for joining us on Sports Done Right. I cannot wait to hang out, have a drink with you soon. Uh, rib party, well, I'll have definitely let you know we got to get that planned. And give my best to your dad, Pat Micheletti. Love the tweet he sent out today, man. And I, I we'll talk off air, but I got to get Pops on the show. Yes, it would be so much fun. Uh, you guys are, are both hilarious, very entertaining, and so it would be great to hear both of you your know, voices on, on, and, on the pod. And I know people think I'm just sucking up, but I love listening to your dad on the radio, on the, the wild you know, fan chat lines and shows and everything. Just love his takes on stuff. So, I, yeah, we'll talk off air, but I, can, I would love to, to have him on the show. It would be an honor. So, for sure yeah we will get that set up absolutely no so you heard it here pat stop tweeting and we're gonna make it happen man so all right alex okay. i'm gonna let you go thank you have a good night my man and i will talk with you soon yeah thank you so much man take care all right bye-bye all right the man the myth the legend alex micheletti on the sports don't ride podcast bravo He's Italian, so I can say bravo, bravissimo, Pazano. Hey, all right, man. So, again, thank you, Alex, for coming on. I, you know, Alex is just one of the coolest guys, nicest dude you could ever meet. And, really, he's starting to make his own way with hockey analysts and, and things like that. So, I wish him all the best and can't wait to catch up with him soon in person here. Uh, you know, I was going to do a break, but... I'm just going to end the show on this. We're gonna, you know, relatively short one today. Let's just keep it hockey focused on this one. Ain't really, like I said, a whole lot happening right now. Minnesota Twins ran into a little wall with the Houston Astros a few days ago when the Astros were in town. I think the Astros showed they're the better team, but Minnesota Twins keep it going. Uh, Korea should be back sh- shortly. Uh, we'll talk next week maybe a little bit about the player management in baseball. Uh, as you may have heard, Twins fans, they want to keep Byron Buxton basically, I think, on about a 100-game schedule. So um, stay tuned there, and hopefully he can get through that because, as we know, when Byron is, is healthy, 
one of the best in baseball. So, all right. Thank you, Alex McLeddy. Thank you, Cultivated CBD. Thank you, 7th Avenue Pizza. Thank you to my friends at the Pigskin Podcast Network. Make sure you're checking out all your football shows there. And like I said, I hope you have a great week. We're going to be back next week with uh, hopefully some more guests. We're going to be talking uh, football. We're going to definitely be talking hockey. Definitely going to be talking NBA. So keep it tuned here. The Sports Done Right Podcast with yours truly, the sports governor, Vince Wright. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. And you can also follow Sports Done Right. That's my last name, W-R-I-G-H-T, on Facebook and Instagram as well. So, folks, thank you for tuning in. Uh, great show. Great chat with Alex McLeddy. We'll be back next week on the Sports Done Right podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. With your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. <laughs>